Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. I got fever. Do you? What kind of fever? Stallion fever. Ow! Megan Stallion, baby. That's my bitch. Yeah. For real, for real. I'm I'm thinking to myself, how can you be a womanist without liking this album? Yeah. (laughs) She's talking about fucking niggas. I have, and I do like (laughs) fever. I do like, um, what other song? Ratchet. Yes, I do Uh, like Ratchet. (laughs) Yes, I live for her. She is like, you know. Yeah, give you the southern southern banjee. And I'm here for it, bitch. Very Texas. We need more more of these type of things. You know. (laughs) I live for that. Um, Let me think, let me think, let me think. What else has been going on? We've been traveling a lot. Yeah, we you have. have more than you know, anybody. some of us has missed some flights. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we definitely been traveling. So we went to BTAC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how was BTAC for y'all? BTAC was short lived because we were only there for a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all because got we, because we had to work. So. Right, um, it was bomb to me. Um, I guess I'll tell my experience. Um, it's always a pleasure meeting up with family, new family and old family and creating those, those bonds and, yeah. and this was like with- the biggest turnout y'all. So yes. y'all know I was there the whole week <laughs> doing the work and I had it a question. was huge. Yeah. Off air. Are you going to spill tea? Spill what tea? Cause I've been, I've been, I've been waiting for this tea for the longest. Oh, what tea? The tea that happened at the function. Oh gosh. Um. Uh, no, I'm not spilling that tea. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk okay. about something in what? regards to that tea. That's fine. <laughs> well. Okay. So some. So, so okay. The general conversation. Okay. Cis men. Okay. How you engage. Sexually, with a cis man. Sexually. sexually, in in and out the bedroom, 
out the bedroom, like the flirting stage, not in the bedroom. Okay. Not in the bedroom, because if you got to the bedroom, boom, boom, I'm talking about flirting. The flirting stage, the uh, the whatever it is, before y'all strangers, and then y'all mm. meet somewhere. Mm. How <laughs> I'm used to engaging with cis men, I can't engage with trans men like that. Okay, so do you have first? Do you have experience with trans men? No. So the, the, <laughs> let me. But this is why I say that. It, I do have engagement experience, mm-hmm. but how I will approach a cis dude and how I approach a trans man, I have to be more careful because in my experience. Because of my, not my own experience, but how I watch other girls navigate Mm -hmm. situations, they will be blamed for being too aggressive. Mm -hmm. They will be, they will be where a cis man won't say that that's aggression. They won't say it. Um, Or, or I've just seen trans women get a bad rap for doing something that's pretty normal in engaging with cis men. Basically, how do you color, how you color in that gray area is different? So, okay. So, let's say this. So, if I'm at a straight club. Okay, scenario. Okay, scenario. <laughs> and I'm, and it's a cis man in the club. Mm-hmm. And he fine as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I walk past him, and I take my hand and rub it across his dick. Mm-hmm. Come on, bald. That there's a level of aggression, passive aggressions about that. There's a level of, oh, Ooh. right. When I do that to a a, a a cis nigga, he gonna be like, damn. Like he, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not gonna be a sexual assault. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, what's up? What you talking about dick for? Like. You trying to fuck with it? You trying to put it in your mouth for so long? <laughs> they going to give you all of that kind of tea. They not going to give you... The, is, it, is it technically sexual assault? Yes, because I just touched mm-hmm. your dick without getting consent. Mm-hmm. You know, but how they deal with that physical aggression is totally different. The response. So, mm-hmm. then the response I see, now mind you, I never went and tried to touch a trans person's nothing. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen girls be accused of things that are kind of like witchy. Mm-hmm. And when it was some gray area to the situation, <laughs> and if it was a cis man in this situation, it, it just would go down differently. Mm-hmm. And I think because of y'all, I don't know how problematic this is going to be. <laughs> I, it's no I ain't even gonna say it. No I, I'm a, I'm a, I ain't saying it. I'm a, I ain't gonna be the turf. I'm gonna <laughs> put my two cents. In. <laughs> yeah. So with me, so basically, my question, my response to that would be: So, do you feel like the etiquette in which you speak with trans men overall is different? Yes, because it's kind of scary. <laughs> converse with, so it's more so you don't want to offend or don't want to offend. Okay, don't I don't want to be a situation where there's some gray area and then it turn around. Okay. Oh, <laughs> something happened. But you want to know something interesting? I kind of tippy toe around the community like that, not specifically just trans men, like with everyone, like with trans women, with trans, like uh, non-binary people, like I. I kind of like tippy, t- and when I mean tippy toe, I mean like I try to like, 
I, I kind of almost am on pins and needles because I don't want to say anything to offend. And I'm kind of like, I'm in, I'm in this, I, I feel like I can be comfortable with them. Yes. But there are, there, uh, there's a lot of situations where I'm like, okay, I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of stay in this area where we communicate really well. And I don't want to talk about it. I don't. I don't want to say about like normal. Sexual. I won't talk about sexual because so, we. But we but just, that we translates just, to it like that. Like even I'm going, not doing nothing sexual. No trans bitch. Well, I'm just. <laughs> I'm not, well, so, so I'm never. If that's your tea, that's your tea. I didn't say it was my tea, but you know I'm open minded. So fine. I don't know. If, you know I don't know what the future holds. Uh, the future don't hold no tits and dick for me. Oh, I don't like tits and dick. I'm sorry. I if I'm going, no I would I, I, no tits and dick for me. <laughs> I, I would be with a cis woman before I would be with a trans woman. I don't know, bitch. I might try it. Girl. So uh, it might be one of those. Word out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so just I'm joking, talking, though. I'm, I'm talking about <sighs> from a sexual, sexual aggressive uh-huh. kind of way. How sexually aggressive I can be with a cis man, I can't be like that with a trans man. Uh-huh. From because every time I see girls do it, they turn it into oh. You, that's your male privilege coming out. You think you're yeah. entitled, and you are. Um, you're acting like a man. You're being aggressive, and yeah. Every time I see a girl do it, mm-hmm. in a way that they would do a cis man, and mm-hmm. then you hear dudes say, trans dudes be like, just treat me like a cis dude. If I treat you like I do cis dudes, you not gonna like it. <laughs> so- my response to that is aggression was actually a way that indicated for me to know for sure that you were attracted to me because like because uh-huh. you a lot of stupid wi- people don't pick up on hits exactly <laughs> so <laughs> so that's one and I don't mind aggression like okay. that's actually how a lot of a lot of my situationships happen with aggression. cis women yeah oh, I, and I like that I like dominant women you you think me Mia's like eh, Oh no! She, I think she's high femme acting. I don't think I yeah, think she's, she's just as aggressive as any. I feel like baby her puppy dog sometimes. <laughs> All right. So I actually like that. I like I like alpha females. Women, okay. I like alpha women. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that I I don't really mind. But as far as somebody has been traumatized. I could see how that could be a problem as to how they deal with consent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, so, and since we're ta- we were talking about the incident that happened at VTAC, there's a lot of situations. When I hear people having conversation, there's a lot. Of, I think how we navigate cis men, I can't nav- I Me personally. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how other people do. But it makes me nervous in my navigation of... Mm-hmm. Um, those spaces so in in the space in, in the spaces of mm-hmm. getting to know a trans man mm-hmm. because there's a certain level of aggression that I have with cis men really yeah that mm-hmm. I never give to trans men I'm like, I'm never. completely different though like I've always like I I've always like I've stated this on the other uh, episodes I've always been like a person that I need like Z I need you to I need to know that you're attracted to me like I'm not going to do subtle hints and and you staring at me for minutes and shit like I need you I need the person that is a tr- I'm attracted to to be the aggressor now what happens in the mm-hmm. Belgium that's different uh-huh. but 
like I, I I do that with cis men too. It's like mm. I wouldn't like I wouldn't be in the club and be like, God damn, you fine and grab him, but no, that's not happening. Yeah, even if I'm really really attracted to you, like I'm like, God damn, he fine, and you see me and I see you and you pay it, then we paid it. Okay, so and and I don't want to see seem like I'm the one that's in the straight club grabbing dicks. <laughs> I've done that. That has been me before. That has been me before. I didn't so grab the dick too, but it was because he grabbed my ass first. So I was like, okay, so what the, so boom, right. bitch, boss, how you feel? <laughs> so no, <laughs> I like in certain situations. So say that, say it's a dude that keeps giving me some kind of hints that he might like me in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I see him walking down the hallway in high school. Nobody is around. It's just me mm-hmm. and him. I'll come up and grab his dick. <laughs> Come through, you know something like that, or um, when you bold, I you bow diamond. So, but I'm not always this bow. You, <clears throat> it just depends on the circumstance. Nah, bitch, because you said you put your you you strategically put yourselves in situations. You strategic fish. Go ahead. That's passive, passive aggressive, but I'm talking about this is direct aggression. Uh-huh. I'm talking about you know I'm always gonna be passive aggressive. You know I'll. Like I said, like when I was in high school, I got myself stranded so I can so he can walk me home and all that kind of shit. So anyway, so in in certain circumstances, it's not all the time, mm-hmm. but if I get a vibe that I can do it, not that it's just it just like I've been in a club you and I'm energy. walking past and you find and you know I grab it mm-hmm. and see what's up or oh. I'm we in the mall and you got on basketball shorts and you ain't got on no drawers and that jig dick just big and swinging. <laughs> I've been in a situation where, where I was like, I went up to the dude and poked his dick and said, "Ooh, you need to put some underwear on." <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Because you see it dangling, and I'm like, instead of me just being the person that looks at it like, like, damn, you see that dick dangling? I will say, boop. Like, uh, just poke it. Just say, bloop. boop. You need to put some underwear on in a playful way. Ah. And what they the dude will do is, like, he'll he'll either jump or he'll say, he start laughing. He's like, oh, you silly. Or he'll do, it'll make him, it'll be silly to him. Like, and he was like, uh, he'll, or they'll say something like, a cis dude to be like, like, say, in that situation, when I did that at the mall, he was like, oh, don't get some started. You can't finish. Because I poked his dick. I don't know this nigga. But how he responded to it was, what's up? Like, it was like a invi- almost like an invitation. He didn't respond to it like sexual assault. Well, like, oh, my that's God. That's because yeah. the cis men well. are used to being aggressors. Like, so for it to happen to them, they'd be like, oh, cute. I don't know if this, that's totally and that's true, how I but, view it. Well, yeah. let me let me say there's a lot of aspects as to why, as a trans man, I would be a little more alert than a cis man would. Mm-hmm. One, and I hold like, on before you continue, Z, I just want to say, like, just to be specific, I'm, I'm not saying that like cis men are okay with like, like not with being touched without. Permission. Permission Some of them. without consent. Okay, but, okay. Listen, but no, 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 no. no. I can I talk? Go. Can I talk? So, because I really have to go, get, well, it out. get it okay, out. Okay, so a lot of cis men probably feel like they are they can be more comfortable with that, with those sexual assault situations, because that's what they are. They could be comfortable with that because their body isn't something that they always have to reserve, for mm-hmm. one. 
and what A-fab do you mean? people, like, they don't feel like they they could be more freer with their bodies. You get what I'm saying? But what did you mean by reserved? Like f- AFAB people, assigned female at birth people, we feel like sometimes our if we are giving it away or revealing, well, me, if I'm giving it away too much or revealing it too much, I could be deemed like less valuable sexually and that's or sounds, less mm-hmm. if if i'm more accessible that makes me be like no uh-huh. we're gonna we need to be a little more or less accessible like something like that's hoe. conditioning right yeah something is still deep in there but that's also a reason why i'm like i like embrace like being aggressive with my body oh also that's another reason why a lot of us go stealth is because a lot of people always think there's like more of a feminine side that is more um more or less willing to give it up naturally when really it's a lot of it has to do with like societal reasons and traumatic situations from the past but a lot of us are not really like that especially a lot of us that are stealth like we don't mind like I'm not we, but a lot of a lot of men that ourselves don't mind going into those binaries fully. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just it really just depends on the situation. However, I'm cool with people being mindful of a fat bodies because of the oppression and you know all the bullshit that comes with having a fat body. I'm cool mm-hmm. with you try you feel as uncomfortable for and, new listeners. Yeah. what does a fat mean? Assigned female at birth. Assigned female at birth. Right. So a lot of people prefer to, you know, um, go with that. But I'm cool with you not wanting to make me feel uncomfortable. And (laughs) I'm I'm cool with you being mindful. It's the right way. Right. So it's not that I'm saying that it's wrong. Right, right, right. I I should be careful. Right, right. Extra careful when I'm engaging with some somebody's personal space. Right. But my the point I'm trying to make is that there is a culture mm-hmm. with cis men mm-hmm. that I think what we're trying to break down, I think mm-hmm. it's what we're trying to undo, but it hasn't been undone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're still in the process of undoing it. There's a culture with cis men specifically with, mm-hmm. I was going to say me, but I've observed this in other people. <laughs> like, it's not just me. When I see uh, a cis man flirting with a gay boy who... It don't have nothing to do with me, but I'm watching and I'm seeing and I'm I've clocking shit. I've, I've seen that. I've seen that too. I've seen it, but be, you because you were AFAB, so you might not have uh, <laughs> clocked it. Clock it's subtle. And they not doing it in front of you. I'm a gay boy, so I can see. My, I have a. I had a friend that was a gay boy when we were younger, <laughs> and niggas that liked him, how they flirted with him was the same way that the niggas who like me, okay. how they flirted with me. And okay. I can clock it and I can okay. see okay. how aggressive they are. And when you said you're a gay boy, you're talking about your experience when you were younger. When right? I was younger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just in case you girls try to try it. Oh, no, I'm not worried about them trying to try it. All of that is a part of me. So when you, I'm talking about prior to my transition, right. I went through a stage where right. I identified as a gay boy. Right. So when I was younger, you know, in how they engage, it would be times when I remember I was in the shower at this guardian home, right? And the nigga was peeping over the thing at me. <laughs> um, of, of the stall at me. Um, I remember this dude, I was in the auditorium and he sat next to me and undid his, um, like in his shorts mm-hmm. and pulled his thing out of the bottom of the leg of his shorts. Just to let me see it. 
And because of how uh, he, because he was fine as fuck, if he was ugly, I might have been like offended or something. But because he was fine as fuck, how I responded to it was very different. I that, used to have a guy that used to a, a guy yeah, friend that used to pull nice. his piece out in in class and be like, "Look, it's big," and it was just well, he was just a friend though at the time, and it would mm. he didn't think nothing of it. It wasn't like, "Oh my god, you're." Like, because we were guys at the time. So it was just like, you got a piece, I got a piece. Look. And it's kind of. And it, it wasn't like. Offensive. Yeah, it wasn't. It <laughs> like, was like, I didn't oh, feel, okay. It wasn't creepy at the time. No. It was kind of a, a turn on. Um, I remember the, my ex, before we became a thing, he was down low, but. Like when before we came a thing, he would smack my ass. Like if he see me in my in the hallway by myself, he'll smack my ass. Z do that to me all the time. He Real smacked my playful. ass like six times today okay. in a row. <laughs> she had to be like, babe, this is too talk- hard. Yeah, because he was playing with my pussy. I feel like I was getting an ass whooped, and I said, don't do that. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> I need a love tap. So, so it, it'll, it's just so many situations that were sexually aggressive. And no, I'm not talking about. Oh, I'm pinning you down and holding you. Mm-hmm. No, just little flirty, little sexual aggression type of things that mm-hmm. is a part of like the undercover <laughs> queer culture of the if you're AMAB, mm-hmm. a <laughs> male at birth. Mm-hmm. It's just a certain level of, that they of aggression. And then once I became, once I got into my womanhood, mm-hmm. I navigated the world kind of stealing that the aggression. So when I got, when I would go to straight clubs and I knew niggas was ready. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was a part of my allure too that that made me not get clocked because most trans women are Most mm-hmm. trans women wasn't as confident as me to go up and do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, because my mm-hmm. sister, I've seen my sister, you know my sister aggressive. I've the seen cis my sister. Woman, and she's I've a seen, cis woman. Yes, yeah. I've seen... I've seen Trey walk by my sister. My sister grabbed them just like niggas grab women and grab them and say, come here, what, you fine and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. and, and while she's sitting down, while he passed by, I'm like, girl. <laughs> so like that confidence, I can see, right. what, I can see what you mean exactly. by that because women don't mind a, doing that. Because they don't have nothing to be worried about. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. tea to tell. And da, 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 da. So oh. I knew to navigate a space like they did. So... You. If I'm a and there, there's shy women, but I don't want to be that. I want to be an aggressive one because I want that dick. <laughs> so I come in this, I come into the space and I do it. But I'm talking about the response of men, not whether or not you know. Because I know that I that there's women that out here that does the aggressive stuff. Right, I've but there them. are some men who kind of shy away because the the when it happened when my sister did it, the trade was kind of like. Mm. I'm here. I like not, a, he. It was kind of off putting. Some to niggas him. don't like that. Like for no, women I to be aggressive. No, I can see it, but I think the percentages are low for the ones that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, I, no shade. I think so too. That will respond like, "Oh my god, don't be touching my dick." Like, Pooch. I, I like. I done did it a lot, and I want to <laughs> say like maybe two, <laughs> two out of the tons that I've done it to was like. I don't like people touching me. Like the rest of them was like, "Are you ready to do something with it since you're touching me?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. And so, 
It just in certain in certain situations, I I just see there's a difference in how they engage, and it's not saying that this is right because like like you said, mm-hmm. this is a sexual assault situation. Mm-hmm. I am technically touching you, <laughs> and it's I don't fucking know you. So, mm-hmm. but um, it just was weird. It was it was strange, <laughs> and I that's that's I wanted to see y'all conversation about how that yeah. is. So that um. I think. Tell me what y'all think. Marsha's play is yeah, there. A, yes. If you if you've dated trans men or you've dated cis men, do you see a difference in how you engage with them? Um, if you dated trans women and you dated cis women, do you see a difference in how they engage with you? Um, you know, have you if you're a trans person out there that has dated trans people like mm-hmm. Mia trying to get freaky with other bitch. Ah! <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to holler in y'all ear. Y'all know they be shocking the fuck out of me with what they say. Listen, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I never know what's going to happen in the future. I never know you that my know. soulmate was going to be a trans man. I thought I was going to be binary the rest of my life. That didn't happen. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the future. You know, we're, we're pretty kinky. Can you take that out? <laughs> you can, can you take no, that out, Diamond? No, that's not Yes, you take that be, out. You can be kinky. You can, you can be kinky, but I don't need Marsha's plate to know that what me... Well, no. <laughs> Baby, they know all they y'all know. that y'all do. <laughs> um, uh. I don't know. I, I know, bitch. I'm not fucking with no bitch with no tits and dicks. I'm but what if she got I a sex change? I, I'm not fucking with nothing that that ain't God give it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> So transphobic. But bitch, listen. That what was is, transphobic. Okay. So I was telling somebody the other day, that's fine. I feel like my bedroom ain't the United States of a fucking America. I can be discriminated as I want in my bedroom. You know, and I don't think I don't mind transphobia that stops me from getting in your bed. I mind the transphobia that stopped me from getting a job, that stopped me from getting some housing, that stopped me from getting some money. Come on, somebody. (laughs) I don't care if your transphobia is stopping me from getting in your bed, bitch. You don't want me. You don't want me. You don't want it. I don't. But I I might want to try like a sex change to see what it's going to give when I get mine. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just y'all. I'm just joking. I'm. I don't think I would be able to do that. I don't know. Just because she says I'm not joking. attracted. You know, it's a lot of. To, stuff but like she just said, up. she never know what's gonna happen. She <laughs> never knows what's in her future. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not one of the people that think not mm. wanting to date a trans person is is transphobic. Mm. I, I uh, when people explain why it's transphobic, I, I don't know. I get what I, I, uh, I, what you're communicating. I'm comprehending, but I disagree with. Right. <laughs> so you know, there I can see why they're saying there's uh, there's just an innate transphobia because you don't consider them an option or whatever or whatever. But I it's get just like, it, girl, no shade. I just disagree with it. If a motherfucker don't want to be with you. They don't. They want don't have to. You know? And I be paying. And I paid it. Like before, when I was single, when a, a, a cis guy would be like, "Well, I don't fuck with trans women." All I could think about was the plethora of of men cis men who do. So I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Mm. Oh, you don't. Oh, or when I would talk to a white man and he would say, "Oh, I don't like black girls," and all I could think about was all the motherfuckers that do like black girls. So if that's what you, if but, that's your it purpose, could be, it that's could fine. Be rooted in racism. Mm. Like I could see how it could be rooted in racism, but do I give a fuck? No, I don't. If if your if your bedroom taste 
are rooted in racism, I'm actually okay with it. Like, I'm okay with you saying I only date white girls if you a black boy. I mean, if you are, um, well, if you any nigga. Mm. If a black boy said I only date white girls, even though that may be rooted in some anti-blackness, I don't care because you that you just indicated to me that you whack and you not. I'm, yeah, you, no, I'm I don't want to be. Anyways, I don't want to yeah. fuck with you. Mm-hmm. That energy it's same, girl. Just like when I feel, just in the same way that when a nigga say, "Oh damn, you red. I only fuck with light skinned bitches." That burns. That burns me. I'm like, uh, like that's no. late. It's gonna turn me off. Ooh. I know that's rooted in some shit, but it's my late. I don't Ooh. fuck with it. But so if you tell me you're not into trans folks. I'm not going to spend this time educating. Or trying to get into your bag. transphobic. Why are you you not treating me like a cis woman? I'm a woman. Trans women are women. Yes, they are. But we're a special type of woman. Mm -hmm. We come from a special type of experience. And if you don't like that, when I holler at you and you say you don't want that type of experience, woman. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, if I come to a job, there's some rules and regulations. Big. So I don't want you to be discriminating in regards to that, but you can be discriminating. I'm I'm discriminating in my bedroom. What about those I'm that are discriminating in their bedroom, but on the outside, they discriminate? How so? Explain that. <laughs> like they like, don't fuck with uh, fuck black you. women in the bedroom. They'll fuck or, you. But they'll talk down on you. And oh, then I'm reading you. <laughs> I'm reading you, yes, but make sure you have my coin. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I can oh, be, if, if it's just I can be an audience. Mm. If it's a coin, Baby. I ain't even gonna read you. I'm gonna keep getting my coin. I'm like, okay. So, but if you, if I fucked you and I get you, you reading me, <laughs> you reading the girls, oh, I'm like, what? We just, I got the receipts. <laughs> Here's a text message of when he was talking about sucking my dick again. <laughs> this is the text message where you was talk asking me how to how to dish so you can get fucked. These are the receipts, and I I I gave you the proper location, sent you a enema video and everything, so you could do it properly. I remember these. Okay, so that uh, that's the end of that topic. <laughs> Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please, do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. <laughs> that actually brings me to the topic that I want to talk about, which is going to be super brief. Um, <laughs> speaking of dishing. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Get into it. So speaking of dishing, so there has a stu- there's a study that just came out no. that this dishing leads to more infections and HIV. 
what? and STIs and stuff like that. Dishing has been linked to causing more infections because people, apparently, people are using soapy water to douche. Oh, no. <laughs> so it fucks up the lining. But it's just not just that. It fucks up the lining of your anus. <laughs> it fucks up the lining of your anus, mm. and the article is in the bottom, but they just did a study, and it's like, oh. <laughs> Late. <laughs> so. Bowel movements. Come on, depends. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to have everybody uh, out here not do shit. <laughs> I'm not paying no Picassos. Not not for free in that anyway. Some Starry Night Van Goghs. No. <laughs> no. So like what do y'all think Madison about that? Dookie. <laughs> about to be some dookie. No. So I thought it was really interesting because you know that douching is a part of, you know. So we all gonna be having shitty sex. <laughs> yes. Kabuki. <laughs> That's going to be the new fetish, bitch. What color was yours last night, girl? (laughs) I had them greens, baby. He was a vegan. She was was a a little red, earthy type of feel, bitch. She was a little red, girl. Yours had corn? (laughs) (laughs) Serving corn pebbles. That gives it texture, bitch. That feel love. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. This is going a little far. Hopefully that was the brief topic. That was real brief. On to the next. Oh Jesus, yes, God. Ooh, ooh, baby girl, you so wet. You must got to run. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. No. Yes, bitch, call me back when you got diarrhea. Hell no. Hell no. Was it cloudy, bitch? Me about to be a top. Me about to be a total top. Bitch, a total top, girl. I'm not not bottoming for nobody. (laughs) Ooh, the smells. (laughs) What did you eat last night, bitch? Oh, it's burning. You must have oh. had Mexican. You kind of you got must a have hole ate some hot chips, bitch. Damn. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, so the girls. So the link is in the bottom. <laughs> nah. In the shitty no bottom. links there. Right. <laughs> no more links. Maybe some whole sausage links or something. Okay. Oh, man. So the link is in the no. bottom. I wanted to point that out since you brought up this shit. <laughs> and so, yeah, so there was a study done. So go and check it out. <laughs> la, 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 la. I know we've all been going through a lot of different life changes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know you have. Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm jobless. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. So I just kind of want to touch base on those because I feel like we don't really talk as much about our personal lives as like presently, like in the present day. Mm-hmm. It'd be so much shit going on and we kind of just be like, yeah, so this topic mm-hmm. and this has happened in the past. So I kind of just want to. You know, give some little <clears throat> details okay. and talk okay. about how we feel about it. I'll go first. Okay. So, um, 
I just uh, set some boundaries with my sister. Mm. And, um, okay, so let me give you a little, kind of like a summary. So um, I stopped escorting when I was like 20, 20, I was 20. <laughs> I started escorting when I was 18. <clears throat> and um, we moved here to Texas. Oh, I, I moved to Atlanta and I started escorting. Then I came back to Texas and I started staying with my sister. And so, um, then I started escorting again because my sister lost her job. And then I had to, um, I had to help take care of the bills and help take care of my niece and my nephew, which were infants at the time. And, um, that, that continued for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I put a lot of my, um, a lot of my goals and stuff on the back burners. And then I was taken advantage of by, by someone I loved and um I d- I just paid it I played a blind eye to a blind eye to it because wait I- wait 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 because I want to give <clears throat> a little bit more depth in that so because when I when I met Mia she was in situations where <clears throat> they were coming from Waco and they were mm-hmm. in Houston and they were just you know it just was a kind of a struggle mm-hmm. and but Mia being a trans woman and wanted to um have goals like get her breasts done and get her body done and blah, 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 blah. When she would come and talk to me, she would be like, oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And I'm almost, I'm almost da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Then soon as she will almost get to the goal, her sister will lose a job. Or she would quit it. Or she purpose. would quit it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now her sister is a cis woman and she has two children. Mm-hmm. And so when it first happened, I was like, damn, you know, you know, some shit happens. I done quit a job. I done got fired from a job. You get what I'm saying? So when it first happened, but it seemed like for the whole years that we've been friends, the beginning, it was like happening like a lot. As soon as you would get a hit a lick and make a little bit of coin, get close to her goal, but she my ain't sister got no, ain't got. She ain't got her sister ain't got a job, or she get she, oh, she quit got her job. In, she got into it with the girls at work and da 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 da. So it got to the point where I was like. Mm, Sometimes she got to grow up because she got kids. It's different if it's just by yourself. Mm-hmm. But also, you got to be careful in regards to your advice with sisters and siblings. Be- mm-hmm. You know, sisters mm-hmm. in that regards because you don't really know the history. You don't know what that other person doing since I'm kind of on the, I'm coming through through Mia because Mia is my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through Mia, I heard there was a lot of situations where Mia where she kind of stepped in and helped Mia. Mm-hmm. You know, there were situations where Mia had, you know, she was on some was very times. few situations. Let's very few, Make though. that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some dire situations mm-hmm. where, you know, where, mm-hmm. you know. You helped out family. You helped out your family because y'all mm-hmm. all y'all got. Y'all mm-hmm. are only two of y'all. Right. And so both of them you know, have helped each other in situations. And so I just wanted to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been really you doing a bulk of the work, especially putting your goals on the, on the back burner, but there's also situations where she had your back too. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. And you're right. She did have my back as well. But <clears throat> what ended up happening was she seen, I was escorting and I, well, not, I was just escorting. And she seen the amount of money that I was making and, like she what she would do is she would she would count my money not physically but mentally so she would pay attention to like what i was doing and then when it seemed like my my coins was looking love then she would 
she would do like she would do stuff that was irresponsible but knowing that i love my niece and my nephew i don't want anything to happen to them i don't want them to be in the hood i want them to be able to i want them i want the best for them right, right. so she would um like <clears throat> she would she would make she would had a job and say the rent uh, is 1500 she has her part she'll get paid she'll have her part but when the when the first comes she'll be like oh I only got 200 to put towards the rent, sis. I spent the rest. Or I'll, I'll give it to you later. And this this was a, a continual habit. Or or she would just get upset and she would quit a job, leaving me to pay for everything. <clears throat> and and there would be times where she would she would bash me for escorting, saying, oh, um, you must like escorting, and this is what you like, and you, you could do better when she would have a job. But then when she didn't have a job, she would be like, oh, <clears throat> Girl, yes, bitch. Girl, make the money, bitch. Well, yeah, I need this. I need that. I need diapers. I need. I need to. Uh, I need you to pay for, um, the car note. I need you to pay uh, my part of the rent. I need you to uh, assist. I need help with paying daycare. I need help with buying school supplies. I need help. You was the baby daddy. <laughs> I, I, and and low key and low no key, no she would be like, oh, these are like your children. You because I'm I'm a trans woman. She would use that. Wow. She would be like, "These are like your children." So, oh, right. Mm-hmm. And mm. so I would be like, "No, these are like <laughs> some money, money to my nephew, <laughs> and I don't want nothing <laughs> to happen to them." But no, bitch, these like are your, your children. children. And um, but she would say that frequently, and so she would. She just she Weird. she abused the relationship that I had with her. And there, she, I end up letting her uh, move back in with, with me. Wait, 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 wait. You end up moving on your own. Oh, you got okay. out of the cycle. Yes. And she ended up moving. I was so happy when Mia was like, yes. I got my own place to dive in. Yes. <laughs> I was I happy. Knew, I knew that, okay, she's about to be on it. And you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's going to finally get to her goals where she wants to be. And that didn't happen <laughs> because I still, I still had a tie. Like she had, like she didn't have a car at the time. So she had my car uh-huh. most of the time. I didn't, I was at the house, but I worked from home. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I would pick up the kids. There was just so much responsibility that she would, she put would have, you. have me like have me attached to well, put on me. Like you said, and it was it was almost like I had to do it. I didn't have a choice in the matter. And she she even a long I story short, she she um she she lost her apartment oh. and so I said, Okay, bitch, well you could come stay with me. Um until you get your shit together. Now, I did move out because I don't like us rooming together, but I'm not gonna have y'all at the homeless shelter. Right. So I was like, Okay, bitch, well, Get your shit together. You got about a month or two. Right. She told me that's all I need. Well, Tessa, well, she, well, she pushed it back further, further and further until we were at six months. And I said, well, bitch, you got until you got into the first two weeks before the first. I said, you got into the first. Uh-huh. And she said, okay, well, uh, well, I'll stay with so-and-so and so if it happened. I guess she didn't think that I was I was going to keep my word. You skipped so the first- some parts. So you're going to tell the story, bitch, tell the whole story. Oh, yeah, true. So you skipped <laughs> some parts. So it wasn't initially, since I've been in all the mix of the tea. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> it, initially, it wasn't two months. It was a month. It was December right. to January, mm-hmm. and you was even willing to help you put a down payment on some rent. Just right. Da, 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 da. That True. was that was the initial agreement. True. And and because Mia and Z have moved in together, Z in the initial moment, from my perspective, was selfishly against it. Yes. <laughs> the initial moment. Yes, you were. <laughs> because I already clocked how shady she could be, though. Okay. How manipulative I, I, she could be. Okay. Right. I can feel that. Right. But me, <laughs> my perspective was, Mia, this is your sister. Right. You've been in a situation where you were homeless and she had to tell her boyfriend. Yep, that that she wanted. And she mm-hmm. made that fucking perfectly clear when we mm-hmm. got into it. She, so, so go ahead. So her sister was living with a homophobic ass baby daddy, right? Yes. And when Mia didn't have nowhere to go and the baby was like, and the baby daddy was like, uh-uh. She, her sister was like, uh-uh, motherfucker. My sister about to come in here and stay because she ain't got nowhere to go. She pressed the issue. Right, mm-hmm. but my motherfucking ass had two jobs and I was paying bills. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so she pressed, but if if the bro- if the boyfriend would have right. pressed the issue and said, nah, then bitch, you can get right. out. I had to figure it out, right. <laughs> right. I would have to figure she, it out. But she mm-hmm. pressed the issue and said, I don't give a fuck what you talking. My sister about to, that's all I got. She about to come stay with us. Mm-hmm. So now- even though you was paying bills in that situation. Now, the, the table it's, time, it's time to return the favor. Right. And I told Mia that, sweetheart, let me tell you something. This is an old head talking to you <laughs> in experience. I know you love Z right now, but you don't know what Z is, what's going to happen in three years, in a year, in six months, in four years. You don't know what you're going to do with what Z is going to happen, what's going to happen with Z, Mm -hmm. your sister is going to always be your sister. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your sister is going to always be your sister. Mm -hmm. And being that she has done this for you in the past, I would think it was shady if you let her go to a shelter and you had a place to go just because your nigga didn't like her. Right. And and I would have never done that. Right. Never, right? And so... So Mia wasn't questioning whether or not she was going right. to do it, but Z was having Z was making the decision more difficult because he was opposed to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So Mia's like, "You got me fucked up. Move in." Boom. Right. So she moves hey, in. Hey, hey, even I was like, "Come on, let her come back. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't discredit me for that." <laughs> I had to talk to you. I really had to talk to you for how to like move you in. was making threats to move and go stay somewhere else for like, the month. Like, don't give it. Yeah. Because I mean, I know how the sister, I already clogged how the sister personality. Yes. Right, so, it, <laughs> yes. Which I don't feel like is the wrong thing. No, okay. no, no. It, right. Initially, yes. Because <laughs> okay. what you think might happen, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we don't okay. know what's going to okay. happen. True, true, true. So when we <laughs> get in the situation. True. What Z, Everything I thought was going to happen <laughs> fucking happened. What Z thinks. <laughs> Right. What Z thought was gonna happen happens, <laughs> and so there's a lot of petty stuff going on. So describe the petty stuff. So the petty shit happens. Ooh. I was I like, okay, sis. Well, okay, I'm a clean person, so I was like, okay, bitch, if you're gonna stay here, make sure that you clean up behind yourselves. You got two children. I don't mind them playing, having fun. Do what you got to do. They're kids, but make sure when I get up, this shit is like you're not here, sis. Right. No shade. And, and so um she was like, Yeah, that's fine. So that 
didn't happen. It was always dirty. There was times where she would she would clean up, but it was because I had to forcefully like I gotta say something about it. I had to say something about it, and then and then. And then we didn't want anybody walking on the carpet. And so take your shoes off. Take your shoes off. And And it's my house. I can have those rules. Right. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, it's okay. Just take your shoes uh, off at the front of the door. And we're good. Paid that dust. I I mentioned to her, girl, the carpet is dirty, girl. I don't have to take off my shoes. I'm I'm like, okay, bitch, I'm getting the carpet cleaned. But... You put your shoes on, it's making it even more dirty. And so, like, we would just get into about stupid shit. And so, she gave me 200 Well, she was supposed to give me $200. I didn't say that she had to pay me. I just said that, okay, bitch, contribute to the food. She stopped contributing to the food. Because when- what shit, vegan, um, vegan Z ass over here. <laughs> Z, he's a vegan, so he, he eats particular food. Mm-hmm. And when you living with somebody who eats particular food... You can't go and eat their food. Right. <laughs> you can't do that, but that shit was like that was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And but because Tessa didn't know the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because what And then when she did know him, she didn't follow. Yeah, she mm-hmm. felt she felt some type of way. So when I told her about it, I'm like, no, bitch, that's his food girl. Like that's just all ask. he eats. Like, just but if you want it, you can just ask for it. So she felt shaded. She was like, oh. Okay, she used to cook for us and everything. She stopped cooking. She stopped buying food. She actually got her food stamps cut off. So I was like, okay. And so she she was um <clears throat> she gave me two hundred. Well, she's supposed to give me two hundred, but she ended up giving me a hundred and get and keeping the rest to get her hair and her nails done. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And then she kept pushing the time back. Now I know that I'm. She I'm got saying, a tax check, tax a six thousand dollar tax check. Oh yeah, she did. She got a six thousand uh, dollars check. And didn't contribute to no bills. Bought a car. <laughs> didn't give me a coin. Didn't get her did, own shit. Didn't get her own shit. <laughs> and went shopping. Did a little one too, and still was being extra as fuck. Breaking the rules, the boundaries, like yeah. all type. And I was just so, and making me and Z get into it because Z didn't want her to come Z in. Because Z is over it. Because <laughs> everything it. he thought was gonna happen is happening, and then she would be really passive aggressive. Like when Mia tried to, so when Mia would tell her shit, cause the boundaries was even because Mia come to me and talk to me about shit mm-hmm. and I tell her how to handle it. And I said, first of all, you tell Tessa, if there's a problem, you tell her, don't let Z tell her because mm-hmm. you, that's your sister. Mm-hmm. Check her. But because Z pays bills, it's his house too. Mm-hmm. So, but that's your sister. So he shouldn't be saying shit to her mm-hmm. because the house in your name <laughs> and that's your sister. So right. just so it cannot be any kind of issues, mm-hmm. you say something. But what would Tessa would do, Tessa would make it seem like you, Mia only telling me this because, because Z, Z said it. And but that, when it be mm-hmm. both of them that have a felt problem the same with way. it. But the, <laughs> but the reason why Tessa felt this way is because I'm a type of person who does not like confrontation. So mm-hmm. me and Tessa, like when me and Tessa fought, we fought back to back when we stayed together. So us fighting so much, Tessa does not mind confrontation at all. She goes she head for like a bully. Right. So she doesn't mind confrontation. So she'll, she'll go at it all fucking day. And so 
I'm, it got to a point where I was like, bitch, I don't got time for this. So I, I wouldn't say that I was submissive, but I kind of just pay shit does. And so with me not being communi- me not communicating with her, the things that I felt and stuff, because I was trying to keep down the confrontation, it made her think that I was a scary ass, non-spoken ass, soft ass bitch that you can run over. Mm-hmm. And Z being the, this is getting on my nerves, Mia, you need to check this. Right. <laughs> And so he, she was thinking that, okay, well, you a soft ass bitch. You not finna say nothing. You nice and friendly and shit. So this gotta be Z talking through me, through you. And I was like, no, we both feel the same way. And so it got worse and worse and worse. And, and she kept saying that things wasn't happening. She kept pushing the time back. And I was like, you know what, sis? Okay. Well, you got by the first bitch and you know what? Um, I didn't gave you six months. I got. I didn't gave you six months. This is getting out of hand. Getting way out of hand. You got to the first. You got to the first, and um, she was like, "Okay, cool. I got such and such to stay with." Well, the days approached to the first, and I was like, "Okay, bitch, what you gonna do?" She was like, "Well." So the person that I was supposed to stay with d- decided that they couldn't let me stay with them. So I'm like, "Okay, well, you got a lot of friends. My sister is very prideful." So. She was like, I asked all of them. Da, 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 da. I'm like, nah, bitch, I know you ain't asked all of them. And so she she was like, oh, I I, I don't know where I'm going to do. I don't got nowhere to go. What Like, where I'm going to be in the street? I was like, well, sis, you have to figure it out. I'm, I know that you can figure something out, sis. And if you need help, I'm going to, I can help you with, as far as money's concerned. So the day came, the first hits. And I was like, well, bitch today is today is the first and she was like well i don't know what i'm gonna do so we pushed it back that was a wednesday pushed it back so i was like okay well it's friday bitch what you gonna do i don't know give me to sunday um i got I, somebody was supposed to do something they were supposed to b- bring a moving truck bitch give me to sunday i said okay z z is going off because <laughs> Every time I tell Z, oh, she's going to be leaving. He's like, yeah, we're back to normal. We can be naked. We can have a clean house. Da, 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 da. Then when I, I tell him, oh, it's, it's actually not. He turns into a whole different person. Then I'm arguing with him. So I'm like, okay. This is this has got to go because now I feel like you playing with my pussy because I'm a, you what you're gonna keep doing is pushing it back pushing it back make sure that you in a, a better position so when you hit it you all the way together but no bitch I need you to hit it now because I got you into a place where you got a job now you didn't have a job you got a car you say that you needed a car so you can get to work so now you got it and now all you need is a place to go but you being picky so let me help you so <laughs> I said well. You got to go, sis. And she was like, well, are you serious? I can't believe. So I feel like you kicking me out. No, bitch, I'm not kicking you out. I gave you two weeks and I gave you a month in advance. As a matter of fact, you was only supposed to be here for a month. <laughs> but and I so gave you six. I gave you, I gave you five more months. So, no, you were supposed to be gone. And she was like, okay, well, sis. Um, and she started packing up shit and crying and shit. And I was like, well, you didn't believe me. I love you. Like, and I, I felt bad because I was like, God damn, like, I'm kicking my sister out. But I was like, I'm not kicking this bitch out. She got three places to go because I ended up talking to my good girlfriend and she had two options. She was giving her the tea but not giving it to me. And I was like, I know I'm not dumb. I knew this bitch had some places. So I was like, um, okay, well, you got to go. And so she she hit it and she she went to the club 
And instead of packing up her shit, she she went to the club that night and said that she had something else to do. So I said, you show motherfucking right since you got to go to the motherfucking club. And obviously she didn't tell me this. I ended up seeing it on an Instagram story. So I said, OK, you having a good time. So tomorrow I'm going to pack your shit up for you. And she was like, oh, OK, well, that's fine. You could pack it up. So I said, okay, so I guess that's what I'm have to do. You, you basically being a bitch. So I, I packed her shit up and I said, okay, well, what you want me to do with it? I don't want to put it outside. And I was like, she was like, are you fucking serious? You packed up the stuff? I was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, well, I can bring it over our good girlfriend's house and you could pick it up from there. She was like, that's fine. So I said, that's so motherfucking fine. And I guess she didn't think that I was going to do it. I packed 21 motherfucking bags in a big ass box. And I took all that shit within an hour where it needs to be. Blue, bitch, your shit is over there. And she's gagging to my good girlfriend because she's not telling me this. She was like, she actually sent my stuff over there? Yes, I did. Because I'm tired of it. I I done pushed myself I done, I done did so much shit for you and you just playing me like a dumbass bitch. Like, I'm not your family. You don't do your family like that. So I said, you playing with my pussy right now. And I, what what made me go there, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it because that's how I feel. What made me go out, what made me be like, bitch, you got to go, was my, uh, my niece has been molested by um, one of her friend's sons. And so the night that this bitch went out and I hate to be talking about my sister like this, but it's the truth. So she, when she went out, she sent her back over to the people that had the son that she got, that that the baby got molested with. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And she didn't tell me this. My good girlfriend told me this. So I said, that's my, that was my reason for making sure that I was, I, w- I was bending backwards and, and doing all this extra shit. So now that I know that you don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. So I, 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 I said, okay, that's it. That's it. I love my babies, but since you don't give a fuck, I'm not going to give a fuck. And they didn't come out my motherfucking pussy. You decided that you want to have these kids. You said that you was you you didn't think you could have children, so you opened up your motherfucking legs and decided to have another baby, and you decided each time to have these children. Nobody forced you to have them. They weren't by mistake. You made a choice. So I said, okay, girl, you got it. So I don't like confrontation, so I did it while, um, while she was um, having dinner. I get home. I get a text message saying, bitch, you dead to me. Everything, uh, you can never uh, never speak to me again. She texted to my mama. She texted to um, uh, people around me. And then she says, oh, because we got to, we, we're sharing a, um, we're sharing a phone together, uh, a plan. Oh, I'm about to turn off your phone. So I, um, if you, um, uh, it's not going to be connected cause I don't want to fuck with you. I don't like, I don't like keeping ties with people that I never uh, like to talk to. So I don't want this to be a way that we're communicating. So I'm going to disconnect your line and I just paid the bill three days ago. I'm going to disconnect your line so we don't have to uh, communicate. And, uh, and if you don't want to do that, then I'll report the phone stolen. First of all, what you're not going to do is play with my coins because that's the way I make my money. And I'm not, uh, and I'm talking about in general, like I have to talk to my managers that way. I have meetings like I have. No, ma'am. There's no way you're going to take $132 from me. And three days later say that you like, girl, there's no way. So, 
I was like, oh, no, you're not about to do that. No, ma'am. I will separate my line. I've been making payments on this motherfucking phone for years. So I only, I'm only $40 away for this phone being mine. And you telling me that you about to suspend my shit? Oh, no, it's not happening. So I um I was like, I'm, I'll do it on my own. So I'm, I, I ended up making the arrangement so I can do it on my own. And so she sends me a text message saying, because I asked Z to look at her story because I was moving boxes and shit. So I asked Z to look at her story. She says, and tell your girlfriend to stop looking at my um story. I had to block her. I said, hold on. I know you're not talking about my nigga. And she said, yes. I And I said what I said, period. And I said, so are you calling me a man? She said, yes. I said, okay. So that's... Uh, so you want to take it there? Cause that's what she was doing. She was playing with my motherfucking pussy, and I was, and I wasn't giving it to her because that's my motherfucking sister. But if you want to take it there, bitch, if you got it, and I'm there. And and once you disrespect me, and and bitch, I suck dick. I I I fuck niggas. I did all this shit. I paid car notes. I paid evictions. I paid for so. I put my shit. I put myself on a back burner. And I'm not saying that I had to do that because it was a choice. But I did this because I loved you. And to and 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 she brought up the fact that she let me stay at her or her baby father's house even though she didn't want even though her baby father didn't want me staying there because I was trans and didn't want me to affect the children the fact that she even brought that up it had nothing to do with a motherfucking thing that at the time you're moving out this is the process you bringing up bringing up him being transphobic and me in his views about the children of uh affecting them or whatever that had nothing to, to do with anything so now I feel lifted and <laughs> I feel love. I'm I'm I like you can even ask Z. I feel like I feel like a weight is lifted off my shoulders, but a burden because I I set those boundaries and they had to be made. And I'm not fucking talking to Tessa again. I love you. And I don't want nothing to happen to you or my, my niece and my nephew. And and don't you guys get it mistaken from me saying all this stuff. I'm just saying my journey. Because if anybody fuck with my motherfucking sister, I'm still going to be there. But the way she treated me was not the way you would treat family. And so I'm saying that. No, not just family. People you love. Well, people you love. About. But yeah, I, 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 had to, I had to get rid of that burden and... <clears throat> um, not burden, but I had to set those boundaries and it makes me feel better. And I thought that it was going to be harder than what it was. And Domin, you were right. It wasn't as hard. It was hard, but it needed to, God, it needed to be done because I had created a monster. I created somebody that was not used to relying on themselves. The first thing they thought of when they were in trouble, they thought of me, bitch. No, what happens when I'm gone, girl? You don't know what can happen. The age limit for a girl, uh, trans women to die is 35, bitch. I'm out of here, girl. What you going to do? Rely on Mia? No, the first person in life that you need to lie, rely on is your motherfucking self. You need to see what f the fuck Tessa can do to get out of this situation. Not, mm, let me, let me see what the fuck my sister can do to get me out this situation because i know she's gonna come up with the money well let me wait, wait, wait let me say this first of all i get it like i totally get I'm it i'm sorry i'm ranting that was a ranch all I, I get it i totally get it but that's still your sister it's not good you can't change that i can't and, and i don't to want set to boundaries and y'all mad at each other right now mm -hmm. but eventually she better fucking apologize to me eventually y'all gonna Y'all gonna come together and, and hopefully she's she apologizes because you don't you haven't done anything that you need to apologize for, mm -hmm. um, but 
you know, y'all just mad at each other right now. Yeah. That's what happened. We well, all get over it. You well, know, that was get over it. that's my little one too. You know, y'all y'all will get over it. It's you know, you know, sometimes y'all have y'all little moments. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but this is one of the moments y'all need a break. Um, we need, need a boundary set. You need a boundary set. They're set. Mm-hmm. And so eventually she's going to get her shit together. I hate to hear that happen mm-hmm. with your niece. That's annoying as fuck. Yeah, that was, that gagged is it, me. Was it a child or an adult? It was another child. Oh, but yeah. I don't, but the, okay. So where she's standing them. Uh, well, I don't want to get into the details of that. That's kind of extra. Mm. We'll talk about that another time. Not on the air. But yeah, true. I hate that. I hate that that happened um i know you're happy yes <laughs> we're, bo- we're it's, both it's, happy it's, no it's, shade. it's not even the fact of just my space being invaded it's just seeing somebody being manipulated back to back to back to back mm-hmm. even when she wasn't staying with us mm-hmm. it's that type of situation like i already knew it was kind of because like i observe people behavior a lot uh, and I I've diagnosed people with a lot of <laughs> I think I'm a doctor, but I diagnose people with a lot of personality disorders and different shit like that based on if something's off and witchy and I just pay attention to them or I keep my distance. And a lot of people take that as oh he's just uh, he don't acting. fuck with people and he he's feminine and I don't know how it turns into all this bullshit, but it's just how I am. I just observe folks, but mm-hmm. it's just. For me, the different life changes that has happened is just just being that, like, trying to own my role of being a big support for her right now. Right, and a part of that support mm-hmm. is I am, this, these motherfuckers is not about your good. Right, no. so it, even just, like, knowing how to look out for somebody while looking out for myself mm-hmm. i've been having to really learn that a lot and throughout my life i've had to do for myself a lot i had to be there emotionally for myself and yeah just look out for myself in ways that nobody that a lot of people should have so um and also you i think your particular situation like there was a lot of situation in this scenario that i felt you were right in but mm-hmm. you didn't handle it right Mm-hmm. There was a lot of situations where even though you were right, mm-hmm. you didn't handle it right. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of you not handling it right is you <laughs> learning how to balance All right. selfishness, selfishness and caring exactly. for somebody else. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, and so I've been yeah. practicing that in trying to learn how to. So and then like I even had to teach her how to be a little more selfish. It's just Mm -hmm. it's a good balance. I would say she's so relentlessly selfless and I'm like, I know how to set boundaries without a problem. So (laughs) I've been having to learn that and also stand up for myself more um, in a lot of situations because I don't like confrontation either. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm a Gemini. So I like to I don't believe that. I don't, don't believe it either. Z be, I don't believe that. Z be getting people together. You I don't got believe that. Together. I think you. I like. I think you like to play that, but I don't think. I don't think that's real. Mm. I think you don't like conversation. Conf, confrontation, just like in general, like most people don't like confrontation. Like we right. all. I don't really want to be arguing with a motherfucker. <laughs> like we all avoid it. Uh-huh. Like, but that's a normal level avoided. But I don't think it's like with Mia. Mia abnormally avoids it. 
But you, because oh. I, I, I know you press buttons, baby. Okay. <laughs> baby, you are button pressing. That's true. That's so true. I don't think you. It's it's not that you dislike confrontation. Uh, it's because you press button, nigga. <laughs> yes. you, you are a button presser. So mm. that people who don't like confrontation aren't button pressers. You are a button presser, honey. Very mm. <laughs> bad. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, I guess in my mind, me seeing it as I don't like confrontation is I don't want things to further harm our relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but the shit I do that can contradict that. <laughs> so yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But so, that's really it. Like just trying to be a little more selfless. Okay. In knowing when to when to be selfish up. and when not to be selfish. Yeah, when to speak up and when not to. Is what I want rooted in my selfishness or what I want in just a, just literally healthy boundaries? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. I think that's the balance that you got to figure out. Right. Um. Well, Mia's story was long. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> my story isn't that long. So <laughs> I, as far as what's going on in my life, um, y'all know I'm jobless. So I need y'all money. So make sure y'all um, become a patron. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I actually started um, laser school, which is basically I, you learn how to do anything with laser. So body contour laser so that when you to do not lipo but you know how to make your body contour Mm. with laser i'm learning Mm. how to do that hair removal i'm learning how to do um like tattoo removal um different kind of like microdermabrasion anything that deals like with with laser cosmetic like when you do research resurfacing of your skin with lasers i'm doing anything any cosmetic procedure that you do with lasers Mm -hmm. that's what i'm learning at this school and getting licensed and certified and i take my test tomorrow which she's gonna pass yes i'm gonna pass and um it's kind of just something i'm trying to get into because i don't want to work for anybody else and i just want to learn a bunch of trades where i can make money Mm -hmm. and different ways (laughs) and so all the girls who are trans if you need your hair removal done come to your girl (laughs) so once i get a machine so um that's what I'm looking for. I'm probably going to put a GoFundMe up to try to get a, a machine. machine. Yes. And so I, I wanted to talk to you about that because um, you had talked to me about you and Vanessa going uh-huh. into it. And like you giving me like the numbers because like you said it was like $4,000 $4, off and down. So I was like, no. that's a cute coin. But like the new numbers that you're giving me now, I'm really interested in it. No, 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 no. So that's not true. So in the school, it's not the machine is not that cheap. The not the uh, machine. I'm talking the, about the certificate. Oh yeah, if you, right. So you said it's just like a thousand to be a princess. Like yeah, that's bomb. Yeah, I would I do that. Link. It's sickening. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna need some time from work though. Like what days? Because it's it's it is different. You gonna mm-hmm. need a total of five days. I couldn't just do the weekends. It's not all on weekends. That's the weekdays. I can push yeah. my schedule. Okay. My schedule can be whatever I make it. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to figure that out. But yeah. I'll send you the link and see what's up. Cool. But um, it's a lot of rules that I that they are teaching me that I'm like, okay, well, I can't do it how I thought I would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the machines aren't as cheap. One, the, a specific type is, but the one that I need is not. It's mm-hmm. pricey. Um, so yes, that's what I'm working on now. Um, I'm thinking about going to 
get my cookie tookie on and being a mortician because they're Houston there's a funeral service school here I was thinking about that um I just got a lot of stuff that I'm thinking about and trying to work on and because I just good. don't want to work with anybody else I don't want to work for anybody else um bosses yeah so yeah so that's what I'm, what's going on in my life I'm trying to think of what else is um have you seen your mom I'm actually I was I was gonna fly there so I can see her Sunday when we leave when I left mm-hmm. um, Pot and Live. Oh, Pot and Live was fine. Did we talk about that? Hey, no, no, y'all did not. Oh, and I'm over Pot it. Pot and Live was bomb as fuck. We, me and Z mm-hmm. went to Pot and Live in New York. Yeah. Mia, By ten minutes. Mia didn't. So let me finish the mom segment. I was I wanted to go see my mom mm-hmm. after I left New York because that was a Sunday mm-hmm. and I wanted to go to Indianapolis to see her. But once I get done with this class, I'm going to fly to Indianapolis mm-hmm. to see my mom. So yes, that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we went to Pot and Live and it was bomb as fuck. Like yes. as normal, it was a cute ass mm-hmm. fucking network experience. Um, I wanted all of Marsha's play to be there. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, I definitely wanted all of Marsha's play to be there. I was but it was just me and Z because Mia missed her flight after by sta- ten minutes after staying up all night and not going to sleep. Listen, <laughs> listen, y'all. So she purposely stayed up all night so she would not miss her flight. And guess what she did? Miss my motherfucking flight. Yeah. Listen. I'm going to be in the building next year. Trust and believe. <laughs> you can and be I'm in the going to Juneteenth. push through Juneteenth. They do a Juneteenth ex- uh, um, oh. event as well. So this month coming up. Oh, I'm she going wanna go to go to Pride. I want to go to Pride. Oh, okay. What Pride? Uh, New York. Oh, it's the 16th. It's the 29th. When is, oh, oh no. Well, then there's a there even Or the 21st like or something. No, it's not the 16th. It's the nine. It's the 19th. No, I couldn't make it a week for oh, work. Okay. I think they have it on like a Tuesday or something. You know, capitalism got a hold on this. Yeah, thing. so like, Pride, New York there. Pride, well, you can go to that. Because um, Houston Pride is T-Rash. The, yeah. the, they was, oh, Lord, they was acting a fool. T-Rash. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Pride and I was great. What did you like about it? I really just liked the energy in there. It mm-hmm. wasn't it was no black as weird. Fuck. They had fucking, what was playing on the projector this time? Friday. Friday. Was Last year it was <laughs> Living Single. This year it was Friday. Okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite <laughs> moment was us singing Candy Rain mm-hmm. in the- I'm so over it. My favorite moment was just seeing Queen and Money- by these stairs just be the only ones hype and just going hard <laughs> at music. That's what yes. I like. Love that. <laughs> um, I met the chicks from Grapevine. Um, what else was really good? I just had a really oh, fucking yeah. I have a question, y'all. Yeah, her too. Yeah, sure. too. So I listened to T with Queen of J's uh, pod uh-huh. um, with an episode after the, the, uh, the party. Uh-huh. They were talking about how some people were um, networking social uh, uh, awkwardly, being awkwardly while they networked yeah. there. Did you guys experience that? I didn't see that, but I heard them talking about it. Yeah, it's you know they, they their brand is on some next level black community shit. Like, they Mm -hmm. not trying to be, like, white motherfuckers network. You feel Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They trying to be on some really Kwanzaa shit that, like, we, you know, we we maneuver the world like black folks maneuver the world. You Mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? And we not trying to do it like these white motherfuckers. Code switching, none of that. You know, and just being real extra and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers being extra. So that's what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, just... 
yeah. it's just weird. I didn't experience it because I was trying to party and drink and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> we was kind of in our own. I, 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 I be forgetting that it's motherfucking, this time the network. Pass yeah, out some cards. Yeah, I just but, was there. I'm thinking it's like we chilling. Yeah. And so, but that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah. get in organic conversation with motherfucker, right. then yeah. Because me and Money was talking to this nigga about getting his podcast up and going. Sure. And we just giving him, you know, giving him the game. Like, just start it. Do this. Da, 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 da. Don't be overthinking it. Just start it and just keep it. You, same thing mm. I was telling you about when we first launched. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, we just got to start it. Let's just just it, yeah. put it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we'll grow and learn and da-da-da-da as we go. And so mm-hmm. we give him his prep talks and da-da-da. But it happened organically. Organically, right. and then you know somebody was like, "Hey," le- looked at the badge and was like, "Oh, you from my side?" Like, "Oh, da, 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 da. well, I do this." And then one of the girls, she was sharing me hers, and it just everything happened so organically. Mm. It wasn't just like, "Let me walk to every single person and say, here's my card and my podcast is this. Here's my card and my podcast.'" That's kind of what it was giving that South mm-hmm. by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's white as fuck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they was giving that. Exactly. Exactly, because it's white as fuck, and that's how we have been conditioned to network with people. We think this is the way. No, motherfucker, this is not the way. I didn't even you think or- about that. You organize. You you let it happen organically, and this is what it was. So that's what you know. People was. You know how cis niggas is. So you know that's just what that's what they were talking about, mm. and so. We're trying to do something new and different, and they're trying to do something new and different, and mm-hmm. this is, that's why I fucking love them. That's why I yes. fucking, you know, like. Shout I out mean, to T and Queen with Jay. Yeah, T and Queen with Jay. It's like, uh. <laughs> That's that weird. I mean, <laughs> it sounded you like you were drunk. You mixed it up. Yeah. I got two with Queen and Jay. Don't do that. Don't do that. That sounds so stinky. Um, and it's all of them. Like it's it's all the Batty Brigade. Yes. Um, Inner Hole Uprising. Mm-hmm. Queer Walk. Um, Lena, congratulations to fucking Lena. She just graduated from law school Ooh. from Bag Ladies. Mm-hmm. Hell fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, and then I love meeting Juju. Um, it was a couple of people I met. Um, extra juicy podcast. They were cool as fuck, and they were having fun and twerking and shit. My shit. My my <laughs> so, love. You know, it just. Um, it just it just this is this it's. I could not ask for a better group of people to go on this new podcast journey with. Like, I thought that I was just going to be, like, my YouTube in the house, pushing out videos by myself, not having community, Mm -hmm. just kind of just doing it. Mm -hmm. And just having this group of people who are so open about teaching, so open about sharing experiences and Mm -hmm. um, sharing a spotlight. And I couldn't ask for a better group. I agree. So what's been going on with your life, see? Because we answered and your motherfucking ass didn't even answer. (laughs) Um, I thought I gave it. Uh, no, no. I, I went first and yeah. then died. <laughs> What's your tea? <laughs> what is your tea? Um, yeah, just um, what is different? Just, uh, <laughs> just being in that that youth. I guess that that stage where you're just unsure, like everything kind of like reality kind of just hits you, like boom. Figure some shit out now, nigga. Like you on your own. Okay. The 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 family is like you over there. And we over, we here. over here. 
oh, we expect is it, to is, see that's you. That's a negative anything. connotation? Or no, a positive. No. Not with like your a dad positive. and stuff. Yeah. No, it's just only weird with me when we don't speak or when you don't invite me places and when you don't. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as a parent. But, but it's the we same know for the aunties too. and shit, like, but is it dad and stuff, too? Dad and sisters and shit? Because they was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cool. Okay. Yeah, my dad is cool. He just he just be depressed, and it's just, it just be a lot for me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It just, like, I just can't. It's certain people, like, if, if you do it, like, for, test for, for her sister, for instance, if you know something is off, psychologically i just don't want to be around you it's just like it's love and it's just it's hard it's yeah, just hard it's yeah, but it, it's it's fucked up though because like i expect people to deal with your my bullshit right? <laughs> it was, you, the balance of selfishness <laughs> right so it's kind of like ah, do i work through which i should ultimately work through it and if nobody else is going to and when you need a break Back up. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. I need to initiate. It's just being in that, and then like being around my mom is just getting misgendered and stuff. It's just like I remember, like I got my. I thought we were gonna move from here. I thought me and Mia mm-hmm. was gonna move, and I had my new ID and identification stuff sent to my mom's house, mm-hmm. and she gave it to me. I was like, "Is my new ID here?" And she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, what's changed on it?" Because I was trying to make sure everything was set, everything, which <laughs> which stuff can't happen. You called her. Yeah. No, I texted her. I was like, I, she was like, yeah, just the name. It wasn't like your name. or It was just weird. I don't know. It's just weird how she navigates my transness. So it, mm-hmm. she's a sweet lady. It's just hard for me to go back to that when I've already been around people that don't traumatize me in that way so right. it's just hard to like work through that and teach you when i'm i already had a talk with her like yeah this is what i like to go by like if i'm already having that talk to you and you're not trying to initiate it and i know you my mom like right. i'm supposed to try to be patient but it's just it's hard it's hard like it's just hard for me okay. to get out of that solo mode that I'm always in already, that mm-hmm. I've been in already. So with my sister, she's been, I think she's been listening to podcasts. Hey, um, sister. Yeah. Hey. She's cool. Issa. She's been, oh, well, no, that's fine. Okay. She's, been, she's, been, <laughs> she's been trying to, you know, be a little more vocal in my life when I, like, talk to me and, I love Issa. She's such a sweetheart. Yeah. According to her, my mom likes me and Mia's relationship, and she thinks that I'm good and living a good life. And I'm like, okay, cool then. As long as she don't think that I'm trying to shade her. Or she don't think that I'm, or y'all, they don't think I'm trying to kidnap you and yeah, hold you hostage. A lot of people do think that there's some weird control thing in our relationship. because I'm really, a trans woman. Really, we're just, we're just that. competitive we're both like competitive, so like we compete, we compete to get our arguments out. We just gotta we, compete together, <laughs> right? That's, that's what we're working on. That's the thing. That's the only thing that's like weird in our relationship. It's a, it's a. <laughs> to it's me, to com- be it's, honest, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, like a a balance of being dominant and like who's dominant. <laughs> it's like the it's like dominant type of thing that's going on. Like we gotta. F- when we figure out like that we both can be put on the same type of level, I think we'll be straight. But it's like this dominant 
uh, passive type of thing. Like, no, like it's like a pecking roles. order that's going on. Like these gender roles that's like, nah, the bi- like me even said the other day, I don't mind the binary. It's just out of nowhere. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck does that mean? And okay, like, so <laughs> when I had stated that zine, and I <laughs> communicated this with you several times, uh-huh. <laughs> I said that, okay, is it weird for me to be be still like coming out of those binary stages because I told him before I met him before I before I I decided that we were going to be in a relationship that I was used to living in the binary and so like I was used to being treated a certain type of way <laughs> but she meant like in a more specific way like the guy is going to do everything and I'm in well, I was used to that. Like I was used to, <laughs> I was used to cis men, like like making sure that I didn't pay for nothing. Um, I was used, uh, used to them just doing everything for me, like catering to like my every every need. Now, not every guy is like that, but that was like what I I ideally looked for. Mm. But. I I was never one of them type of women that just allowed that to happen too, because I don't I. I kind of it kind of seems controlling to me in a way, so I don't like to to feel like mm-hmm. like I don't have no type of leave like no type of um, how can I say it like I don't have no like I don't have no voice. Oh, it almost sounds like I'm um being police. Right, you you a millennial bitch. You want a motherfucker to um treat you like an old school bitch, but. But I got my coins. You you don't want that nigga to treat you like an old school nigga. Right. (laughs) That's what it is. You want the perks of let me stay home and not pay for anything. But nigga, you can't rule the house. Right. (laughs) That's not how it goes. Right. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. not how. Usually when when men have that kind of power, there's a certain power that comes when they are financially taking care of everything. Mm -hmm. There's a certain expectation. It's mm-hmm. like, bitch, I'm paying for all of this. I need to get pussy when I need to get it for when yes. I want to have it. it or you, it's a certain mm-hmm. level of control that they have when you when mm-hmm. they have that kind of power. Mm-hmm. I'm also coming into like to piggyback off that. I'm coming into a stage where I'm learning how to use my male privilege so I can make more <laughs> money. To Explain that. <laughs> like, I, like you know how men. It's easier for us to get like opportunities, like in the yes. workplace. So I'm trying. Glad to, you admit that. <laughs> so, some niggas, yes, think, yes, some trans yes. men don't be admitting. They like, yeah, yeah. you can get a, y'all can get jobs. Y'all shouldn't be escorting. Da, da, da. Bitch, you, Girl, you going into nigga jobs and they're easy to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and they let you have them because you're a man. Yeah, me being stealth at work is easy for me to pick up money. Like they offer to me all the time, and they be like, yeah, if you want to move up, blah blah blah. Like, and tell them what they tell them what your manager does to the woman. Oh, my manager, he kind of just, the lady is extra. I'm not going to lie. She a little extra. But I feel like that, the only reason why she's on the Is she black? Yes. The only reason. And she's Latinx. She's from Cuba. So, so I she, feel she like. Black. Is that Latinx? No, that's not Latinx. Is she black Latinx? Like she's is she black and from Cuba and know how to speak Spanish. Okay. <laughs> she's black Latinx. She's, she's Cuban. She's Afro-Latina. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. That confused me because I'd be thinking Latinx means Latin American. Okay, but anyways. No. So, it can be, but is she black with it? 
<laughs> yes, yeah. So I feel like that's the reason why she's a little annoying. She has to be like she's on the fence. She has to be on the fence about herself to earn her respect because she knows she's a black woman. So and you work in security, so they stereotype right. you like you like they they when I tried to work security, they would tell me that you got to look butch in order to get the job. You couldn't look like a pretty girl because they wouldn't send you to post because they didn't think that you would work. Wow. Oh. Okay. They so, told me that. I can believe that. Yeah. So he was just—he's just like stranger to the women than he is with the the guys. Like the women even confirmed that to me. Yeah. So I was like, "That's late." So I'm just like, "How do I take advantage of it?" <laughs> I know. I don't. I'll feel. I'll like. I'll be like, mm, "I just need to take this out, use the privilege, I guess, to help." those around me and yourself as best as, you're right as best so i'm trying to understand that as well and then like trying not to see my age as so much of a burden in our relationship a burden. i wanted you to finish the whole um because now we went somewhere else with it because we talked about the girl <laughs> you was saying that you using your privilege to take care of things mm-hmm. that's what you was about to say right so how what how are you navigating that what do you mean by that like, like getting more jobs? <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, getting trying to strive for better positions and higher positions and mm. try to figure out what I can do so that I can get what I want like out of our relationship so that I cuz I I don't mind those binaries of taking care of her. You know what I mean? I, I actually don't mind that. It's just when I can't. But I'm not placing that on you either. I'm just telling no, you. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. I know. She wasn't trying to be like, this is what I want. It's just, uh, that's just the type of person that I am. It's it's some expectation you play on yourself, put on yourself. And that's what he's seen in his family. Yeah, the love, my love language is stability and you being, us, we being able to balance that so that we can be stable for each other. Like, I just, that's my love language. So, it's just me being so young-minded towards a lot of things, too. I feel like I have a huge disadvantage to what other type of men there are to offer. So I also, I've been, I've just been having to work on a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff, a lot of toxic traits and habits that I have and mm-hmm. trying to unpack those while in a relationship without it impacting Right. And then relationship. You, you coming into adulthood. That's what I think people mm-hmm. don't understand. Because mm-hmm. he's about you're, to be 23. You're about to be 23. And so. This month on the 30th. You, 31st. You see what I'm saying? You, you, <laughs> well, I always do it the 30th on midnight, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so coming into that, coming into adulthood, paying bills, coming out of parents paying for everything and mm-hmm. you know that is an adjustment in itself for any motherfucker a trans person cis mm-hmm. person whatever in a relationship out of relationship whatever coming into adulthood and paying bills and being and, and literally adulting mm-hmm. <laughs> that is an adjustment that is a maturity that comes with maturity that comes that's a wake-up call like mm-hmm. shit how do i take care of this shit how do i make more money because when you were younger it just was a job because yeah. my parents gonna pay for everything mm-hmm. you know it's an adjustment so it's you gotta understand that that is a part of normal growing up in your 20s figuring it out true but it's the thing she's already knowing exactly what you want and, and i'm helping you on the, wanna, along the way though no i'm not saying it's a bad thing yes mm-hmm. you are but it's just i feel like 
I need to hurry up, which I don't feel like is a bad thing. But, but you can't just... catch up. <laughs> yeah. You, you, can't you can't catch, catch up, up to her. To oh. In regards to lived experience. She's True. been she has a whole different years True. of experience of having to be an adult. True. <laughs> True. So you're ne- if you're trying to catch up to her in regards True. to that, you're never going to catch up. True. It's just like, but you shouldn't want to. You you're living your own your life. own path, your own journey. No, I'm I'm trying. But to, I I'm see what you're of saying. Terms of being there for you and getting our future established. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And you can still yeah. do that at a young age. You don't like there are people who are established at young ages. You don't have to be older to be established. But don't get the. Pressure but you don't have to rush either. either. Yeah. yeah. Don't feel the pressure of that. You enjoy your twenties, motherfucker. You ain't trying to be <laughs> yes. a forty-year-old out homeowner paying mortgage, and that's nice. But enjoy your fucking twenties, yes. like, and you still in your fucking twenties, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. cause you about to be what? A little, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm about to be a little older, you know. So you know, you still need to enjoy yours too. Y'all right. need to enjoy your youth while you are young. Enjoy it. Don't get caught up in the, that's capitalism too, motherfuckers. Yeah, true. Don't get caught up in that shit. This whatever this rules of where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. at this age and what you're supposed to have. Don't get caught up in that bullshit either. Fuck that. True. Learn from me, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck that. Wherever you're supposed to be is where you at. Mm-hmm. enjoy it enjoy life enjoy the moment enjoy being in love you don't know i don't i'm not jinxing it but you don't know when it's gonna end y'all in love right now no you feel y'all in love right now right mm-hmm. be enjoy the love right now wherever y'all at right now enjoy it whether it be when we talk about relationship when we talking about success whatever y'all at right now enjoy it just mm-hmm. enjoy the beautifulness of it Cause you don't. I hear you. Life don't mind coming in and saying, "Wham, baby," but no problem. <laughs> With no problem. True. So while y'all in happy mode and in love mode, and y'all got a roof over y'all head, y'all not homeless, y'all not struggling, True. y'all both working now. Y'all have changed in a whole year. A lot of stuff has changed. In so a couple y'all... of days, a lot of shit has changed. <laughs> but I still want this bag. <laughs> I, bet I you still, still want, want this the bag. bag. Exactly. So y'all are in a good place. Enjoy it. Spend your money on fun stuff. Be responsible, pay your bills, but have fun. Get your mm-hmm. life. Don't don't fucking think you gotta be right because you'll miss out on so much. Yeah, you miss out on fun working. Trying to work, and then mm-hmm. which, you fucking you twenty three now. Oh my God, you wake up to twenty nine, bitch. I'm Thirty nine. I ain't did shit, mm-hmm. but worked. True. No, you don't want that. True. Real talk. Shit, that's good. about it, man. Like, besides that, I'm just trying to figure out how to get these I, motherfucking bags. I read an article on men don't have friends, and I'm like, damn, oh. I don't got friends. So, like, how the fuck do I start making friends? Because I don't want me to feel like I gotta, she gotta take care of my bullshit. So, let's get some But friends. you don't have to have them. Let them, like, I. My advice no, is I, like I to just have been, it. I just been it. building on the friendships that are actually nice and the yeah. people are actually cool. I'm like, I need to engage with these people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was a show. Yes. Thank y'all. Have a good night, morning, good night, day. <laughs> Bye. 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 Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes 
and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> 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 Every little-